0: Hello everybody, I am live streaming and you can tell just by the hat I'm wearing that I am in somewhere very cold. I am in Pennsylvania. I'm actually in the chocolate capital of America, Hershey, Pennsylvania at a lovely Marriott Courtyard and I literally just got in. I flew to Philly and then drove two hours to get here and then I have a comedy show tonight. A uh, enrichment thing half day tomorrow and then training and then preaching Sunday so let's just all hope I'm alive and awake by Sunday and I don't think I need to keep this hat on the entire time so it's not as cold in my room as it is in Hershey, Pennsylvania did I mention this is the chocolate capital of the world yet? so okay We have one voicemail question for our Friday Listener Question Day. I don't know if my uh, lovely wife is going to be able to figure out how to get on the chat thing today, but hopefully I'll be looking out for her. So why don't we just jump into it because I think this is going to start a big old conversation. And don't forget, if you are watching this live on Facebook, feel free to ask questions. So... You can see I'm looking at it right now and would love to be able to help and love to take any questions you might have. So here is our, our official voicemail question. Is tracking yourself um, via like find my phone or um, is that not being trustworthy? Is that not having trust? Yeah, that's a big question. So she basically wanted to know if tracking your phone or tracking your spouse via, you know, find my iPhone or whatever, there's a whole bunch of solutions. Is that being trustworthy? The first thing that popped into my head is a phrase from the beloved president, Ronald Reagan, trust but verify. So, I mean, is it trustworthy? I don't know. It depends why. If you are tracking your spouse to know, hey, how far away are they, or where do I need to go meet them, or you know, it's just it. it as always, it comes back to what's your heart and to what you're doing. If your heart is to spy or manipulate or um, yeah, try to control, then I would suggest that's a bad idea. Now you could have good reasons, right? Like again, distance away, hey, I'm going to surprise him, I'm going to surprise her, so you look him up cuz you have, you know, find your iPhone kind of a thing set up for the whole family. That's fine. But if you're trying to do something unloving or dishonoring, that's where you're going to get into trouble. Um uh, now, with that said, if you have legitimate reasons, why you are tracking your spouse? So maybe you found some weird hotel receipts, or you know whatever you, you've noticed. They keep going over to this person's home, and you find out that person is a potential affair. Then you can do that. I, I'm not going to judge you for wanting to track them, and it, it's going to help you know what's going on. However, I caution. Because you don't want... Oh, I just went really dark. You don't want to... Um, you don't want to... Lose yourself down that gigantic rabbit hole. So I know that many times, especially when you're talking about things of infidelity or you know, your spouse is having an affair or whatever, you keep thinking that if I just knew, if I had all the facts, if I knew all the information, I could get over this... Push back on that one Frankly you don't need anything to be able to get over it So I just want to be really clear on that If you need something You need them I'm going to try to go this way You know by not having the The window right in the background Trying to make sure that my Bed I have two queen beds And I'm the only person in this room So one bed is my Clothing hamper The other one I will sleep on So Um Wendy Baldwin actually on Facebook Live just said, an accountability partner. That is a great idea. So, but, okay, going back to the, you know, Alice in Wonderland, tracking them because you're paranoid is probably a bad idea. The reality is people are not sophisticated enough to keep things hidden for very long. So, and, I mean, I've had clients where I've asked, You know, they're suspecting their spouse is having an affair. And I'll tell them, ask the Holy Spirit. When you're going to bed tonight, just go, Holy Spirit, I'm going to ask. Of course, you have to know and love Jesus to have the gift of the Holy Spirit, just to clarify. But as you're going to bed, you can ask, Lord, let me know. And I literally had a client where this person prayed that prayer before they went to bed. And then in the middle of the night, had a dream. They were given the name and the location and the time. So when the spouse woke up They were like "Uh, This is who it is This is where you had the affair And this is when So there are all sorts of crazy ways That you will find out I I don't want you to lose your mind Tracking your spouse It's not worth it And beyond that It's You can't change them So sometimes again If you're tracking your spouse Then uh, in order to change them or to protect them even from themselves. That's a bad idea. You don't want to get into that because you don't change anybody, the Holy Spirit does. And your efforts are probably gonna be in vain and your efforts are probably gonna cause more issues than helping. So check your heart. And if you're considering tracking your spouse, go to somebody that you trust, go to a pastor, a mentor, a counselor, somebody that's healthy, and ask them, hey, is this a good idea? If you called me, I would ask questions because you know there's no one right answer. It just truly depends on your heart and then the circumstances. If you're being absurd or ridiculous, then I'd probably encourage you to let it go, which Amy and I have even sang that song. Let it go. Hey, Amy's on here. Amy said that I look cute. That's a really nice hotel room. It it actually, I think this is like a brand new courtyard. So my love, you are completely correct and thank you. Now I feel super cute. And I even have a beard. Well, I don't know if you can call this a beard, but I got hair on my face and my wife said I look cute. All right, so Amy is now with us on this uh, live Friday listener question day. So honey, I don't know if you heard earlier, but a wife called in on the hotline and asked, is it untrustworthy to track your spouse via smartphone? So my basic answer was, well, it depends. It depends on what your motive is. There could be very good reasons to do that. And then there could be very bad reasons to do that. They need to check their heart. We got Aaron Catholic is watching. Renee Crane. Hey, Renee. That is good to see you watching. I am Courtney Butler. Uh, Mark Beck. You're on, too. So if any of our Facebook Livers have questions, you can submit those in the little chat feature. And I'd love to take those as well. And then, Amy, if you're wanting to give some feedback via commenting, then you can do that and I'll read your feedback as well. But I... You know, it's fun because I'm in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is the chocolate capital of the world I called my I had a two-hour drive from the Philadelphia International Airport up to Hershey And then my event is tonight in Anvil. So I'm like 10 15 minutes away from the church But I called my youngest David Just on my drive check in on him. How you doing? Make sure he remembered me because I've been doing a lot of traveling lately and I'm like, dude, I'm going to be in the chocolate capital of the world. What do you want me to get you? He's like, I'm fine. He's almost 17. So those days of being able to thrill my youngest, the last born, the baby of my clan with simple chocolate gifts is apparently over. But tomorrow on Saturday, I'm going to be on a hunt to find the most amazing chocolate gift ever. And it might not even be chocolate. Maybe it can just be a Hershey related gift. I don't know. So Janice, ooh, Janice Derice, just wanted to share that your philosophy of evaluating things from the lens of being honoring has really changed my relationships. Thank you for all you do. Wow, thank you Janice. Um, That's actually a really good way to summarize and I think that's kind of what I was trying to say today about tracking your spouse. What are your reasons? What are your? What is your heart behind it? Is it honoring the person or is it dishonoring them? That's the question we have to ask. And if we're not willing to ask that one, then we're in trouble. Okay, so for the podcast listeners, a Facebook Live viewer has just come on and you will never guess what his name is. His name is Mike Smalley. And I believe this is the famous Mike Smalley who lives maybe in Dallas and is an evangelist if that's you let me know because that's crazy I looked down at my comment section was like Mike Smalley that's not me and I think because there's like a totally different Mike Smalley out there in the world what's really wild is when I was at Baylor there was a guy I, can't, I don't think we're in the same class he was either a year ahead of me or a year behind me or two years whatever I don't really remember, but literally his name was Michael Thomas Smalley, which is my full name. We both had the exact full name, and one time I got his report card, and I thought I was the smartest guy at Baylor, (laughs) because it was like all A's. I'm like, I did not realize it, and then I looked closer, and I was like, wait a minute. I don't remember taking chemistry, and wait, pre-med, oh, it's the other Michael Thomas Smalley. It was very disappointing very disappointing and the Mike Smalley viewing is the evangelist so thank you he said he he loves our teaching people ask me every week if I'm you well I apologize because that could be a real curse Mike guy it's weird to like talk to a guy with my same name and I don't even think we're related all right so nobody's asking any questions on Facebook live And I don't have a lot of other questions prepared because I've been up and traveling since three in the morning So if you facebook livers don't like you know get involved Then this is going to be a really short podcast and facebook live stream so Okay, this is like a this is like a Crazy thing down memory lane Rick Erickson is now watching now I feel like I'm having like a a a free association live stream but Rick Erickson and I went to high school together at Scottsdale Christian Academy so I think we played football alright Craig ooh Craig you got a lot of R's in your last name so I'm not even going to try so Craig on Facebook Live is asking can you talk about the middle ground between doting Caring for my wife versus being overly committed to doing things that make her happy. Even being codependent, i.e. my happiness is dependent on hers. Also, don't want to go to ambivalent extreme. Well, all right, Craig, you kind of already said the really important thing. And that is, got to be balanced in everything you do. So, but, okay, with that said, ultimately... Your role, and and I don't know, uh, if you are a disciple of Christ, then ultimately I experience freedom from codependency or even from being manipulated or from being controlled. I find freedom in Christ because his command is, hey, listen, nobody can manipulate control or cause you to be codependent if you choose willingly out of obedience to me, to serve them and to sacrifice and to lay down your life. So I want to make sure you hear that, Craig, that your job is to love your wife unconditionally. And if you start thinking, wow, it feels like she is demanding too much. or And, and you're not saying that, so I don't want to get you in trouble if your wife watches this video. I hear you're, you're wanting to know, you don't want to feel codependent. And all I'm saying is, you don't have to feel codependent. People can make you do any number of things, but if your heart does them as an act of service or self-sacrifice, you're fine. You'll be okay. It's not gonna wipe you out. That's where faith comes in, is when it's difficult, when it's not easy, when people are, and people will try to manipulate, and people will try to enable us. But at the end of the day, You know, one of the philosophies I'm trying to live my life by now is that all of my decisions I'm trying to base on one day. I'm going to I'm going to be right in front of Christ, however that works. He's the guy that gets he's Jesus gets to judge me. And so I know there are no excuses. So on that day when I'm facing Christ, I want him to say, good and faithful son, get on in here, hang out with me. I don't. I don't get an excuse. I don't get to go. Hey, my my kid was this, or my spouse was that, or you know my parents were abusive. He's going to go okay, but how did you respond? That's what really matters. Um, so in terms of finding that balance, Craig, I would suggest, you know, it doesn't mean you can't set boundaries. So if you are feeling like there are too many demands. Then you can certainly have that conversation. I think that conversation needs to happen the context, happen in the context of a small group or a mentor or a third party. Because that'd be a pretty difficult conversation to have and avoid hurt feelings or a whatever catastrophic fight or shutdown. So um, yeah. And then the other part on being codependent, just be careful. This is what I've been preaching on a lot is that I think a lot of Christians turn their marriage or their spouse into an idol. Now, how do you know if you've done that? It's pretty simple. If you need your spouse to change in order to be satisfied in life, that spouse is an idol. So you're in trouble. And you want to eliminate those idols. You've got to be able to go, Hey, Lord, I have put my wife ahead of you. And that was wrong. And forgive me. And God, you're the most important thing. And then now give me the strength, the willpower, the patience, the kindness, the servitude to be able to love her like you love me. So I say it all the time. And Amy and I say this all the time on this show is that Christ gave us the formula on what it takes to change someone. Love them unconditionally. Just love them unconditionally. That's what he did. I did not deserve For Jesus to get up on a cross and die for me I didn't deserve that But he did it anyways That's what changed me When I found him and met him Accepted him Mark Beck Do you ever plan to have a comedy live in Michigan? Mark Beck I'm going to be in Michigan So check out my calendar At smalleyinstitute.com And I will be at The Bambi Lake Retreat Center I cannot remember If that's March or April Feels like I should know that But just go to SmalleyInstitute.com You can scroll down all the way to the bottom And you'll see my live event calendar And I'm actually going to be in Michigan So And I I love the Bambi Lake Retreat Center That dude, Mike Actually it's another Mike That guy is super cool I'm not going to say his last name because I always make fun of his last name So I'll be nice But that's a great Great question Mark Bill Kratz, take a nap Yes, it is three sixteen. I am meeting the pastor at four. I don't think a nap is in my future. And Craig said thanks. It's a great answer, uh, Dean. EHP. I have no idea what EHP means. Gals set the standard for sure. Love your wife as Christ loves the church. Amen. And you'll have to explain what EHP. I have. No, it feels like I should know what that means. Now I don't feel like I'm a part of the cool kid crowd. That's kind of sad. Janice. Oh, good stuff. My kids become my identity so often, but Christ is greater than thee. Yes. Uh, moms will struggle with that. You know, I don't, I don't know the latest research, but I know that moms, because you carry that child in your, you know, in your belly and my heavens, men will never understand the bond between a mom and child. Well, that bond sets you up to be codependent, and you, ladies, you've got to remember, your children's choices are not your fault. Even if it is your fault, and what I mean by that is, even if you're super dysfunctional, and you're a terrible mother, your kid has to get over it. Your kid has to get over you, that's the rule. So, you might set your kids up to fail, but ultimately, it's your kid's responsibility to do the right thing. And 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 the reason is personal responsibility. Because I could be the greatest, you could be the greatest mom ever. And your child can still choose poorly. We do it all the time with Christ. He died for me. And I still mess up. And I still get, you know, I make terrible choices. And that that isn't a reflection of Christ. That's a reflection of me. So now I got Dean Hankey. I like that name, Dean Hankey. As C.S. Lewis says, the Christian life is not difficult. It's impossible. That is so true. Without Christ. Thank you, Dean. That's awesome. Dean is an official producer, as is everyone who's been participating on Facebook Live. No, contributor. Sorry. Correspondent. I can't even get the name right. So well done, Dean. Dean. All right. And we got we you know, I love that almost almost every Facebook live we get somebody from South Africa. So thank you Neil for tuning in and watching. I hope everything's doing good. Give those kids a big kiss and a hug for me. And then Dean said oops, Ephesians and Galatians. Sorry. Now, nah, you're okay, Dean. Well, listen everybody, I am going to have to shut her down cuz I think it was Dean But some, no, Bill Kratz told me to take a nap. And I'm thinking that might be a wise idea. So I have about 40 minutes till my next thing. But as always, thank you for watching. I appreciate the questions. I appreciate the feedback. Amy does too. Amy went kind of quiet. She logged in. And all I got was, you look really cute, which I'm going to take that to the bank. See you later, everybody.